Welcome to the Immigrant Finance Podcast, a show dedicated to everything money, online business, and immigration, because immigrant families deserve to build generational wealth too. I'm your host, Adina, social entrepreneur, immigration attorney, and financial educator and coach for immigrant families. I created the Immigrant Finance Platform with my husband, Mauricio, who immigrated to the U.S. eight years ago after we struggled through the whole process of trying to figure out finances as an immigrant family alone. We wanted to share what we learned about building wealth with others along the way and created the Immigrant Finance School Group Coaching Program where we teach immigrants and their families like you how to manage their money, get started investing, and build online businesses in just weeks, all with group accountability and support. Our clients have been able to get started investing and develop lifelong plans to build generational wealth regardless of their immigration status actually launched an online business they've been dreaming of starting for years, bring in enough income to leave a job with a shitty boss, and book up their calendar for the rest of the month just after announcing their new coaching business. I'm coming to you with a new show several times a week with stories about online business lessons, money and mindset insights, and guest interviews to help you become financially empowered. Each episode will switch between personal finance and online business topics. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hi everyone, this is Adina from Immigrant Finance. It's so good to be talking to all of you. I feel like it's been a while since I have come and done a um, new talk because I've been having a lot of guests or at least I've, I've done less than I was doing initially. So I'm excited to do this episode and be able to talk to you all more about what's been going on in Immigrant Finance. We've been going through a super busy period um, a lot going on personally that's exciting. And then with the business, we just came out with our new logo. Um, we are moving forward on some business planning steps that are really exciting that we've been wanting to do. And we are about to hire our first virtual assistant to be supporting immigrant finance. So um, that is something I wanted to come and talk to you all about because the process, I have to admit, has really messed with my head and I haven't been recording as much of it as I've wanted to. And I'll, I'll tell you why and what was going on. Um, but essentially, the process of starting to realize we needed to have extra help with a virtual assistant um, and that it was getting too much for Mao and I to, to be doing, you know, alone, um, because I've been doing all the content and teaching and he's been doing all the backend stuff and the systems to build out things. So it's gotten to be a lot. And um, so when I, when we began to realize that it, that was really messing with me because I, it was taking up all my time doing everything. Um, and I, I didn't really have as much time as I wanted to be creating content on the podcast. I ended up doing a lot of admin work for the podcast more and more, especially as it's um, started to grow and we've had some really amazing guest speakers come and talk to you all. It's been kind of like a snowball, you know. Um, I remember very recently having our very first guest speaker, um, which by the way, I'm going to reference the guest we've had as I talk about them. That was the sixth episode back in uh, end of December, right? The end of 2020. And we shared um, the interview with my friend Elena Hernandez Sixtos, who is a confidence coach, um, and she talked all about her immigrant story and starting her online business. And then 
did a few more and like soon realized that there are these incredible people out there in the immigrant community who are leading and starting online businesses. And it's like the more I learn about some, the more I learn about others. And I feel like I'm discovering this crazy world that I'm super inspired by. And I love being able to cover and share with you also, you can learn about what these people are doing and be inspired by them and support them. So it's just been exciting. It's been growing fast. And because of that, the more guest speakers we've had, the more admin stuff that's taken up because I like to make sure we post a nice clip of it on social media too, to promote the episode and do um, like an audio clip that you can hear of an audio video called an audiogram that takes time to figure out and get the right uh, snippet from the recording and all of that. So yeah, it just started taking up quite a bit of time. And the fact that we have now, you know, realized we do need to have a virtual assistant, we started exploring that and then found someone and they are going to be starting hopefully next week. Um, I feel like it's the first time I can step back and kind of reflect on how that process has been that transition and the scarcity mindset stuff that has come up, which we talk about a lot in this community that a lot of us are dealing with as immigrants or as family members of immigrants and all the challenges and different responsibilities and needs and goals started. We've seen just that it's really started to grow and that we do need the support of a virtual assistant. Um, So this has been exciting because it shows we're growing as a community. Um, If you're listening to this, if you've been involved somehow in immigrant finance, whether it's listening to this podcast, hanging out in the Facebook group, encouraging other people, commenting on our Instagram posts, um, joining one of our coaching programs, being part of the alumni community um, for immigrant finance school and welcoming others into that program, whatever it is as your role, um, you have helped create, grow this community where it's gotten to the need where we need a virtual assistant. So I'm just excited for all of us um, because it's been such a group effort And that's why um, the growth of the business is being invested back into it to make it better by by hiring this virtual assistant so that we can have the time to make better content instead of doing all the admin posting and all that. So I'm hoping this is a very exciting step forward to help you all even more and provide better material and more time to connect with you all and help more people, right? because yeah, I started to realize that the actual content I was doing was felt like something like 20% of the time I was spending on the podcast. And so I'm hoping this way it can be more like 80% of my time is on the content. And, um, and instead of doing all the publishing and editing and posting and sharing and all of that, if you have any suggestions, how we can be making the content better, if there's certain kinds of stories you want to be hearing more of or examples of people or certain business industries cover, let us know if you want to be um, hearing about different aspects of the experiences immigrants go through when it comes to finances or just more immigration stories or even more in immigration law and policy. Let me know. Um, I'm down to cover anything that you guys want to hear. So please reach out and share your feedback. You can email us at hello at immigrantfinance.com or just send us a message um, on Instagram or Facebook at, Insta- at Immigrant Finance. And I wanted to just tell a little bit of the backstory now about um, this process of the hire- hiring the virtual assistant. 
because I do think it brings up a lot of themes with the scarcity mindset stuff I'll describe and the fears that come up with, with up-leveling that it brings up, you know, um, something that can be applied to any business, not, and not just with the example of hiring a virtual assistant, but for any time a business owner is starting and growing and scaling and taking anything uh, to the next level, th- these things come up. So that's why I wanted to go into it and share it. And, and if you're new to being a business owner, you're thinking about it so you can anticipate that these things do come up. The emotions are there. They don't go away. They come up every time you go to the next level. So it's more about learning how to respond to them and kind of train your brain to not get too taken down by your fears, right? It gets easier with time. So I'll cover that story. And then I'm going to give three quick points um, that you should think about as well as, as you kind of make these decisions and um, up leveling and going outside your comfort zone and all of that as you all grow in your personal finances and as potential business owners and in your life in general. So what was going on? Here's the story. Um, started the podcast a few months ago. I I just had to check what month it was because I couldn't remember. It looks like our first episode was posted on December 18th. And that this happened because basically, as I think I cover in the early episodes, Um, I had really wanted to do a podcast at some point. I thought it would be like in five years. And someone that I really respect, uh, a mentor of mine, dared me to do it and like made me take it seriously. And so I just got to the point like how I've been throughout my life when I've done new and exciting and scary things where I'm just like, oh shit, this seems really terrifying. And I feel like I want to throw up and it's uh, so uncomfortable, but like, what the hell? Let me just try it and see what happens. Um, That is why I've been able to do really cool things in my life, including getting started with immigrant finance and starting this podcast. Um, So that's what was going on, how we started. And like I said, we had all these amazing guest interviews that we've been able to do. And it's just really taken on a life of its own. It's been very exciting. And all throughout that, um, I've obviously wanted to make sure the content is as helpful as possible and that this is providing value to people in our community. You know, we're not trying to waste anybody's time. Everybody's really busy and this is a really important topic. So um, it is going to take experimentation to figure out what is the most valuable and practice that and um, having time to plan and strategize about that and connect with people to hear what members of our audience have to say. Um, about how the content can be better. So I I wanted to have the time for that. I wanted to be able to step back and reflect a little bit about what the podcast is about and the goals. Um, But it's just been so much administrative stuff, as I was mentioning, that has filled up all of the space that I haven't been able to do that. Um, So that's the point I got to as the podcast started growing. I feel like that feeling started maybe even just a month ago, right? And the challenge I ran into is that I was just spending so much time on the administrative stuff of editing the podcast and creating the image for it and creating the audiogram and uh, posting it and scheduling the social media and all that. I just quickly started to see it's not the best use of my time. Um, I can do all that. I find it very overwhelming um, and stressful. And so it's not the best like energy for me to be giving out, you know, in, in the business and to you all. Um, and not good how it makes me feel, right? And it was taking away from all the time I felt like I wanted to be spending 
just talking about the issues and and sharing and connecting with the community and helping educate um you know ourselves and each other together on building wealth as immigrant families which is really what this is all about right so um the challenge was i did finally realize that we do need to have a virtual assistant to help out with some of that administrative stuff um you know mao does some of it too but he's also basically watching our baby full time, you know, while I work on stuff. So it's, it's hard with the parenting and filling in stuff to make it all work. And we do what we can, but we're very limited in our time with a young child, you know, and we also don't want to miss out on time with her. And it's really important to prioritize. So started realizing how critical it would be to get some help and get a virtual assistant. But it just brought up all of these fears, right? Just like anytime any of us go outside our comfort zone. Um, I've personally been so used to doing everything uh, small to big in immigrant finance. Um, you know, like all the administrative stuff, having to learn on my own. I mean, this all started off as a blog that we created when neither of us knew how to create a website. <laughs> and we literally taught ourselves like looking up stuff on on YouTube, which is the best way to learn, by the way, you should totally do that if you're trying to learn any tech stuff for an online business. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it just, you know, we were able to figure it out um, and and get through some of these fears, but just the way to do it was just figure out ourselves. And it turns out we realized that that's not the best use of time, right? Because as a business, you do need to be growing and producing value and making money and doing all these other things besides doing all the administrative stuff and on your own. Um, and there's just a better use of your time for certain things. And this can also often be um, like an ego thing. Business owners will, you know, want to have pride in being able to say, I can do everything on my own. I don't need any help. You know, many of us are like that in general. I, I certainly struggle with with receiving help and always, you know, always have had a tendency of wanting to do everything on my own, figure it out. Um, so this is common and that prevents a lot of business owners from getting help they need so that they can spend their time on the right things, right. And be able to work smarter, not more. And this goes in hand in hand with building wealth because building wealth is also about working smarter and being more strategic with your money and your investments. And, it costs, um, you know, you start to think about how the time it costs you to be doing administrative stuff, you know, if that time being cost is more expensive than it would cost to invest in someone else to be doing it, you know, who would, who would gladly have the job. Like at that point, you just, you just start to realize you have to start delegating and, and bringing in help and empowering other people to be involved and not not have to do it all yourself and take, you know, self-sabotage in that way. Because we only have 24 hours in a day. So if you want to always be doing everything yourself, like at some point you will be capped out because there's just not enough time. And you're also probably not going to be sleeping enough and not having a very balanced life and working constantly, right? And we don't want that either because um, that's just not necessary and that's not what wealthy people do. Wealthy people are experts in delegating and bringing in help um, so that they can focus on running the business and growing it, right? And providing value. And so, you know, we did know about that. We 
thankfully have a very strong understanding of the importance of investing in ourselves and investing in our business, which we have learned, you know, over the years and often the hard way by first trying to do everything ourselves, right? Um, but we have learned it more. And so this is why we made the decision when it became clear that it was, you know, more expensive to keep doing it ourselves than to hire a virtual assistant part-time to bring in a little bit of help, you know, a few hours a week. Um, and you know, if we hadn't, we would have been like the many business owners that are out there that are really burnt out. Right. So our plan was to, you know, Although we knew we had to do this, we were really scared, right? And um, it's it's terrifying for the first time to start paying someone else to help with something in your business because you're like, well, shit, what if I don't have the money to pay them, right? That's what comes up. Um, so we, we were terrified. So just to like kind of dip our toes in and see how it would feel before making a decision, um, we started researching you know, learning more about virtual assistants, what they can do, started asking around with some online business friends and colleagues, if they recommend anyone, uh, take a look at their website, maybe book a call, you know, it just kind of, you feel it out and see how you feel, listen to your instinct throughout the way. This is something, again, you can do in any um, thing that, that you're going through that's pushing you to be um, growing or your business to be growing. It's, it's, this can be applied to not just virtual assistant situations. It, it's uh, anytime you're up-leveling, right? So, um, you know, we we just like listened to our instinct and kept going a little farther in the process and, and see how we felt. And um, it got to the point where we, we have found someone we are looking forward to working with who apparently if all goes well, we'll start next week, um, just making the final stages on um, the workflow and all of that and figuring out what exactly this person's going to help with. And when we went through each stage of that process, uh, particularly when it got closer to actually committing to this and, and going forward with hiring the legal, the um, with hiring the virtual assistant, excuse me, I, <laughs> I, I work with a lot of legal assistants in my day job, so I accidentally said that who are amazing advocates, by the way. They are always 10 times better advocates than lawyers are. But anyway, that's a side note. <laughs> um, so when we um, got close to hiring, that's when the fears really came up and the scarcity mindset. And what was going on was that um, we were just like terrified of not having enough money to, to hire this person or um, you know, giving away all the money that we, if, you know, if we did make each month and that it would be a bad decision. Um, and it's just, it's hard to describe when you have that scarcity mindset because sometimes it's irrational and you don't know exactly what you're afraid of, right? Because uh, rationally, it's going to probably make the business grow because we'll have more time to work on things that are better use of our time and, and I'll have more time to be making better content um, in this podcast and helping more people. And when you're helping people, that leads to value, you know? Um, so that's one part that will be going on. We'll be happier because we will be less stressed with doing a lot of the admin stuff of this. We'll have more time to spend with each other and with our daughter together as a family. 
Um, so it's it's going to be good. It, it should be good on all fronts, but there's always that rational fear of like, well, what if it's not? And that's when it's helpful to try to get more logical um, and get to the bottom of what the fear is. Because once I realize that, it's like, okay, if it's not working, if it's more expensive and helpful, if it's becoming a drain on the business, then you can just end it. Like, you know, it's it's not like you're committing to something for, for years and years. Like if something's not working, you as the business owner get to make decisions and you don't have to keep doing something that's not working, right? So you're not locking yourself into anything um, necessarily, you know, when you make a reasonable risk that um, is going to help you get to the next level, right? So by doing this and kind of working through the fears um, we were able to finally see that it was a smart decision to make. Um, it's uncertain, you know, but there's a reasonable probability that it will be a good decision. And if it's not, we can make a different decision. And so that is hopefully going to be meaning less administrative work, which is a real achievement here, having more help on that and getting to do the stuff that we really care about. And going outside our comfort zone. So that's ultimately what this story is about is that we did take that step forward to keep growing. Um, and this is going to be growing the community. And we're really proud that we are giving someone else, you know, a very part-time <laughs> a, a job and helping someone else get value uh, in the form of money because this community is growing and, and hoping that it will continue to grow and would love to employ many people at some point, right? And keep giving it back and investing in in growing this community, right? Um, so the three things I wanted to talk about on this note of going outside your comfort zone, now that I have shared the story of hiring the, hiring the virtual assistant, is that you want to make sure you're working smarter, not more. So think about it. If you, what you're doing um, is costing you more than it would cost to just hire someone else to help you with it, then it, that's not working smart. And saying, you know, oh, I work 12 hours a day, I work every weekend, That's that should not be a badge of honor. If anything, that means something is not going right in your business and that you need to make a pivot and make some changes, right? Because there's just no need to be working constantly to make money. There's plenty of people who make a lot of money who don't work very much, right? So it's about figuring out the best use of your time um, when you're working and then delegating to get support so that you can have that free time to brainstorm and be creative and create and grow the business. The second takeaway from this is that in a business or even personally, when you're growing and going through personal development, discomfort is expected. When you grow and you change um, your mindset and your life to be growing as a person, to be building wealth, to be creating a business, it's going to be uncomfortable. And so just accepting that makes it a lot easier you're going to have to be essentially stepping into a new identity, a new reality, and that is very uncomfortable to do. That, that's Any change is uncomfortable, and you're becoming closer as you go through something like this to who you really are and, and reaching your potential. So that is uncomfortable. It's a change. Um, and then the third point about this story is that we have to always be expanding, going back on this note of going into new reality, a new identity, um, becoming more true to who you are, and just growing in general. Um, this is vital to human nature and, and human life. This is how humans are supposed to be growing. Um, I always 
point people to the example of like a wild forest that has been untouched by humans. It is constantly growing and luscious and there's flowers and plants everywhere. Um, that's the nature of the state of the world and, and how we should all be too. And so when we stop taking these risks or we don't take risks or don't do things that make us scared, that have potential to make us grow, um, that means we are blocking that ability to expand and stopping that natural state of being and flow of how you should be expanding as a human being. Uh, and that's when when that, that happens, the insecurities come up, the fears, that's when we start getting stuck, when we start self-sabotaging and blocking our own success. And that's when we get into analysis paralysis. So if you're going through any of those things, think about what are you, how are you getting in your own way, basically? Like, how are you not letting yourself expand to your true potential as you have the right to and deserve to? So um, to wrap up, those are the three main things to remember about working through scarcity mindset and growing personally or as a business owner. And the example today, it was hiring your first virtual assistant, whatever it may be for you. It comes down to working smarter, not more, expecting discomfort and making sure that you and and or your business are always expanding. Um, So I hope this was helpful to hear this story about hiring our first virtual assistant and some reflections on that. Um, In general, now that we will have more support in the podcast, we are really looking for feedback on how to make this podcast better. Um, I'm looking forward to having more time to think about that and would love to connect with you if you do have any suggestions um, or even if you want to share your story, we would love to connect with you and have you on the podcast. You don't have to be some influencer or famous business owner. Um, I don't want to have a podcast like that that only has fancy guest speakers that have some rep, you know, public reputation. Um, I think this is such an important topic and anyone who is an immigrant our family member of immigrant and is taking the brave steps to be building wealth and learning how to manage money and grow money better and to be increasing income and starting a business. That is incredible. And I would love to share your story. So please reach out to me at hello at immigrantfinance.com or you can message us um, on Facebook or Instagram at immigrant finance. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the Immigrant Finance Show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already and leave us a review so we can reach more people to help. Also, did you know we started a free Facebook group for immigrant families who want to build generational wealth? We're doing free monthly trainings covering everything from investing to online business. Plus, you will be in there with a network of other inspiring members of our community. Make sure to join us at facebook.com slash groups slash immigrant finance. And we'll see you there.